0: Welcome to The Power Within Her. On this podcast, we're all about seeking self-empowerment to live a life that makes us excited. My name's Megan. I'm a nerdy and super enthusiastic writer and professor with a PhD in English. Together, we'll get intentional by embracing the power of critical thinking and personal growth to achieve those dreams on our hearts. Let's break free of societal expectations, create new stories that serve us, and have some fun with the process of growing into the type of women who embrace the incredible power and potential within ourselves. Are you excited? Let's do this. Hello, my friends, and thank you for tuning into today's episode where you and I are just going to chat like two girlfriends getting coffee At our favorite coffee shop on a Sunday morning. Why Sunday morning? Because that is when I am recording this episode. (laughs) So the vibe we're going for today is cozy and fun and honest. These are seriously the kinds of chats that I actually have with my friends in real life all of the time, especially when I go home for Christmas or on the holidays. I will go to a coffee shop in my hometown um, with my friend Sam. We've been friends for, oh my gosh, I don't even... I don't even know, over 25 years. (laughs) And we just, we go to these coffee shops, we sit, we're there for hours, and we just like throw it all out there, right? We talk about the things that we're doing, the things we're navigating, you know, we problem solve all the things, right? And it's always a really fun, really good time. So that is what you and I are going to do on this podcast today. We are going to pretend that we're in person together getting coffee, and I'm going to give you an update on all things life, writing, and business. And do not you worry, <laughs> it's not going to just be me telling you thing after thing after thing, right? Um, I'm going to share with you, every everything I'm going to share with you has a higher purpose or some sort of lesson that you can connect with your own life. So let's dive into all the things here. And we're going to start with life, okay? So what has been going on in my world recently? So first of all, um, like I mentioned in last week's episode on Halloween, my brother Keegan's wedding was last weekend, so the 28th of October. And although it was insanely hot <laughs> in Austin, Texas, it was an absolutely beautiful ceremony. Like, I cannot even tell you how beautiful and wonderful it was. I just actually recently saw pictures of my sister-in-law um, Dre sent me the link so I could see some of the pictures, and they are gorgeous. I can't even. (laughs) But like I said before in last week's episode, it was just so amazing to watch my youngest brother get married to the love of his life. It was such a small crowd in this barn in the middle of nowhere, Texas, (laughs) and it was just so cool. You could just feel the love, just everywhere right the love was just permeating everywhere and it was just such a such an amazing thing to be a part of and this is going to sound really really weird (laughs) but there was one point during the reception you know when the the DJ is going the music is bumping you know and it's like lots of fun was being had right um and the dance floor was actually empty and I remember because like I don't dance (laughs) if you if you know me in real life or if you were at empower her live and you saw me on the stage. Um, in 2022, like, you know, your girl doesn't dance. (laughs) I really do not. It just makes me uncomfortable. But anyway, so I was, I was watching people dance and then there was a moment where the dance floor was pretty empty. There were like one or two people out there and I was like, oh no. Right. Um, because I was like, oh, that sucks. Like it's, it's such a small crowd of people that no one's dancing like, oh, that poor DJ. Right. But then, when I took a second to look fully around the room at the like, the reception area and all the things that were happening, what I saw was that, you know, people were talking, right? They were connecting. Relationships were being formed and recovered. because if I'm being t- truly, truly honest, um, there were some family members there on both sides who, you know, hadn't seen each other for a while. So relationships were being formed. Relationships were being recovered and so much fun was still being had, even though nobody was out there on the dance floor. It was just a vibe, you know, just like there was so much connecting, so much conversing, so much fun being had, even though, you know, the dance floor was pretty empty, (laughs) right? And it was just really an important reminder to me that quality matters, over quantity, right? Just because the dance floor wasn't flooded with hundreds of people, <laughs> you know, boogieing down, right? Like it doesn't mean that the wedding wasn't a success or that fun wasn't being had, right? The the quality of the conversations, the quality of the crowd was just, you know, out of this world, incredible. You know, and it was just it was just a really nice reminder for me and maybe for you too that just quality matters over quantity, you know, and the, the quality time that was being had within that small group of people. It was just so beautiful and it was just so wonderful. So that was just really cool to be a part of, right? So that was Keegan's wedding. <laughs> um, and the other fun, interesting thing that's been happening in my life lately is I gave blood for the first time last week. So I'm trying to think what day that was. I think it was Thursday of last week. So my school, the school that I work at, has two to three different blood drives a year. So I think there's one in the fall and there's like two in the spring. And one of the classes I am responsible for teaching in the fall and in the spring um, is responsible for making commercials for the blood drive that the whole entire school can see, right? (laughs) And it's a lot of fun and it's kind of a big deal. And last year, so I started, um, I started my job Uh, On January second of 2023, and so, you know, that was the first time I was in charge of making the commercials for the for the blood drive, right? And we had two of them uh, in the spring. And every time we had a blood drive, I would forget my ID. (laughs) If you know me, um, in in you know, real life, I might have mentioned this before on the podcast as well. Like, I am not that big of a driver. <laughs> I don't drive ever. 100% of the time I don't drive. So I don't really make it a priority to bring my wallet with me wherever I go. Um, Cause usually wherever, you know, whenever we're driving somewhere, Roger's with, <laughs> right? And he has his credit card, we share a bank account, like it's like a whole thing, right? So like, I'm not very good at remembering my wallet, right? So last year, I would, on the blood drive days, I kept forgetting my ID so I couldn't donate, right? But this year, I made a commitment to myself. I made a promise. I was like, nope, you are going to remember (laughs) your ID this year. You are going to donate blood because it is something that I wanted to do, right? Um, but at the same time, it's also something that's a little bit scary, <laughs> not gonna lie. I was very nervous to donate blood because it's not fun to get stabbed, you know, with a needle in your arm, right? Like nobody actually looks forward to blood draws. Nobody looks forward to being pricked like that, right? And if you do, slide into my DMs because I would love to talk to you <laughs> to be like, what in the world do you find fun about that? Um, but anyway, um, yeah, I was just, I was nervous. I was like, ugh, I don't want to, this, this, is, this is scary, right? But I knew deep down, I'm like, no, this is for a good cause. I do want to do it. And, you know, so I did, right? I decided I was going to move forward. I put my wallet (laughs) into my bag like two weeks before the blood drive. um, The blood drive happened. Oh, it happened November 2nd. That was the day that it happened. Um, And, you know, so two weeks before that, I I knew that it was coming up. I put my wallet into my bag. And I'm like, nope, you are going to do this, right? Um, And just in case you are interested in the experience of donating blood, in case you haven't done it before, like I'm just going to tell you, a little bit more about my experience so um, for us because it was a blood drive at school they they drive up a bus <laughs> like it's literally a bus that's equipped to um, you know allow people to donate blood right so they pull up this blood mobile <laughs> right and they ask you a bunch of questions so like you fill out your past thing you know you pop on the bus you have your ID they ask you a bunch of questions um, they check your veins like all the things and then you get to the first quote unquote fun part right Or they actually have to prick your finger to make sure that you have enough, I think it's enough, or like level, certain levels of hemoglobin or something like that, right? And so the guy pricks my finger and it was all good, you know, of course it stings for a second, but honestly, if I'm being honest, like a bee sting hurts way worse than that. (laughs) A paper cut hurts way worse than that. So yeah, so you get your finger pricked, they check your hemoglobin, I was all good to go, they gave me the green flag, um, so they sent me... um, to the next stage, right? So then you go from the checker inner person to the person who's actually going to stab you with the needle, right? And so I laid down in the chair and he also checked my veins again to make sure that they could actually find a good one to stick, right? And so he found the vein pretty pretty easily, pretty, you know, quickly. And then he marked it and um, then he thoroughly cleaned my arm with some sort of like antiseptic, right? And I'm not gonna lie, that burned a little bit, <laughs> very unexpectedly, but again, it's over It's over, it's over (laughs) super fast, right? And then they do bring out the needle, the main event, they stick you, right? And yes, it hurts, yes, it's uncomfortable, yes, it's not fun, but it is honestly not the worst pain ever. I think running a mile when you're out of shape or just like working out when you're out of shape hurts worse than being stuck with this needle, right? So it's not the worst pain in the world. Like it's all good. You know, they stick you, and then you're just you're on your way, right? You're giving blood. And as you sit there, um, I mean, I don't even know how long I sat there for, like 10, 15, 20 minutes. Like it didn't take super long, but you have to just kind of like let your arm hang out there, and you're just like laying down, hanging out. You have to squeeze and unsqueeze this thing in your hand, kind of roll it around, and you know, then you're done, right? 10, 15, 20 minutes later, you're done. They take the needle out. Yes, that does hurt, but again no, no more painful, it's actually less painful (laughs) than um, running a mile when you're out of shape, right? So then after that, it's over. You got to stick your arm in the air, which that feels kind of (laughs) weird. And then you eat snacks. Well, you stand up, you eat snacks, and then, you know, you drink water or juice and you wait for 15 minutes, right? And this is the part where it gets a little bit interesting. (laughs) So I was about four minutes away from completing my 15-minute threshold, right? So they, like, make you stick around um, just to monitor you, just to make sure that you're okay, that you're not going to throw up, that you're not dizzy, like, whatever. They just want to make sure that you're, like, okay um, before they send you on your way, right? Well. Like I said, I was within four minutes of hitting my 15-minute threshold, and I was like, oh, dear Lord, I do not feel good. I am hot. <laughs> my my hearing is starting to go. It feels like I was just, like, plunged in, you know, my head was just plunged in a bucket of water, like I can't hear. I'm hot. I'm getting dizzy. Like, I am not okay. <laughs> so they had me lay back down. They put a big fan on me. I drank another bottle of water, you know, and, and then after that, I was fine, right? And so... Why I wanted to share this experience with you is because I've never done it before and I'm super proud of myself for doing it Um, But I have two like little takeaways from this experience that I wanted to share with you that I couldn't wait to share with you And first is the idea of doing something is always going to be scarier than the reality, right? Even if it doesn't go as planned like even though I got dizzy and felt a little bit sick afterward, you know um, The idea of donating was scarier even than that, right? The idea of donating the idea of being stuck with a needle is so much scarier than the actual reality, right? And I think it's because our brain fills in all the things that we don't know with a lot of worries, right? And so um – um Maybe last year, subconsciously, I kept forgetting my ID, you know, because I was scared to to donate, right? Where I'm like, oh, it's gonna hurt so bad, and I'm gonna throw up, and blah blah blah, like whatever, right? The idea of donating blood was scarier than the reality, right? And I think that we can apply this to any situation <laughs> that we're navigating in life, right? Where the idea is scarier than the reality, and if we don't, if we're, if we're not careful, then our brain is gonna fill in with worries, and that's like no good, right? So, you know. Tell your brain to be quiet <laughs> and just go go do the thing, right? Because you're going to torture yourself with worries and for no reason because whatever the thing is you're going to do, speaking on stage, donating blood, whatever it is, is going to be not as bad as you think it is going to be, right? And then the other thing is to not push yourself, (laughs) right? So after I gave blood, I did have to sit down for a long time. I remember walking back as soon as I got off the blood mobile, right? One of my students, he he was so, so, so sweet. He escorted me to the building. He's like, I heard you got dizzy. I'm going to make sure you don't fall over. So he escorted me back to the building. And then I went to my classroom to go get a water bottle because I'm like, I need to drink way more water, right? And one of my colleagues looked at me and she was like, oh my gosh, you look really pale. Like, I think you should just sit for all of second block. And I was like, okay, cool, I'll do that. Um, and so I did. I sat there and I didn't feel guilty about it, <laughs> right? Because I think we, we rush around in this life just like, you know, feeling guilty or being like, oh, like I have to push through or I have to do whatever or like, oh, I feel so bad that I can't do X, Y, Z and go, 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 right? And for the first time in, you know, recent memory I guess like I've been throughout this year of 2023 I've been doing a better job of resting without guilt but this was one of those moments where I was like no I'm not gonna push through and I'm not going to feel guilty that I'm not pushing through I'm just gonna sit here my kids are fine they're being monitored by other teachers like they're doing their work it's fine I need to take care of me and I'm not gonna push through right and I'm just really freaking proud of myself honestly for not pushing through and not feeling guilty about not pushing through right so that is the update on life, <laughs> and I'm now going to give you a writing update. So um, I've got, how many of these do I have? I have a couple little notes here, just two. Okay, so um, I don't know if you remember this or not, but in episode 183, I revealed some exciting writing news. I was invited to contribute a chapter to a collaborative book Called the Elevated Woman, and this book is projected to be a Wall Street Journal bestseller, which is so freaking cool! I cannot even wrap my mind around it. I'm really excited about it, and um, so yeah. So since I updated you or told you about that, um, I actually haven't started writing the chapter yet, <laughs> and I really need to. But I have been thinking a lot in the back of my mind about what I want to write about, and I think I've decided that I think I want to take the keynote that, like the first keynote I ever delivered about confidence, actually, on the very first day of school this past year. So in August, on our first day of school, like so August 10th, at the end of the day, I had to, I went over to our public library and I delivered a keynote to a women's empowerment group here in Arkansas. And so um, I think I want to take that keynote and turn it into a chapter for the Elevated Woman book that I'm contributing to. And so just long story short, um, the keynote about confidence that I delivered was about my journey to being able to speak publicly and how I was this like super shy kid and I hated public speaking, um, you know, to still here and now today standing in front of you, you know, still a little bit leery (laughs) of public speaking, but I have spoken on a stage to 500 women and I was able to deliver, um, you know, the keynote that day after school, um itself right with with confidence and to feel unbelievably proud of myself in doing so and the fact that it has taken years and it's a journey to fully step into that confidence um but that it is possible right so hopefully that makes sense but I think that is the story that I want to tell for that book and I think this just goes to say and just to show that you know things take time right when I was first asked to be a part of the elevated woman book I was like you know, oh my gosh, this is so cool. And I think a prior version of me would have been like, oh, well, you have to have your ducks in a row figured out right now. If you don't have it figured out, like that's bad. You're behind blah, blah, blah. And I've just been giving myself space to figure out what I want to write about, you know, in a really like, you know, leisurely, organic, feel good way. And I'm really excited about it. Right. Um, the other writing update I have for you is that I actually haven't written fiction in a long time. <laughs> um, I don't even remember what episode it was, but there was an episode about recommitting to whatever it is that we want to do, right? Um, and I haven't really uh, written a lot of fiction, like written on my fiction project since then. And it's not because I'm scared or that I'm quitting, Right. Um, I have, if, I've, if I'm being honest, been super busy with school, <laughs> but more than that, even more than, than busyness and bandwidth, I've been feeling the pull toward nonfiction, you know, whether that's the Elevated Woman chapter that I'm, um, uh, com- uh, what am I trying to say, the Elevated Woman chapter that I'm going to contribute to that book. Or the collection of creative nonfiction essays that I've been working on. Like, those nonfiction projects are speaking to me right now more than the novel is. And that is okay. That is okay. And again, I think a a prior version of me would have felt really freaking guilty (laughs) and anxious that I haven't worked on my fiction because I said, oh my gosh, like, I said I was going to do it and I haven't done it. Like, oh, you suck, you suck, you suck, right? That is what a prior version of me would have done. Um... But now, like, that version of me isn't showing up. The version of me showing up now is you know, just like just just greeting all of this this pull and this, you know, hey, I want to do this instead of that right now is being greeted with so much compassion and excitement. And I think the lesson to be learned here with this is about trusting your gut and trusting your intuition and, and trusting your passion and just trusting the process, right? I am still passionate about the romance novel novels plural <laughs> that I want to write. But I'm also passionate about this essay collection and this elevated woman chapter more so right now, right? And I think that we have to honor the directions that we are pulled in, right? We have to honor the directions we're pulled in, the things that we're called to do right now. And I feel more called to write about nonfiction stuff than I do about fiction. And I think honoring those feelings is just really, really important, right? Because there's nothing worse than trying to, again, force ourselves to, to follow through or to push through when it's not quite aligned for the given moment. doesn't mean that fiction and writing this romance book and finishing this romance book is not aligned permanently. It's just not aligned right now, right? So I really, really want to see these nonfiction projects through before I dive back into the fiction. And that is okay. Um, and that's more than okay, right? So um, yeah. I totally lost my train of thought. <laughs> but no, I mean I, I think too, the reason why I want to really focus on nonfiction right now and, and really honor the that that tug, that call, is because I truly believe with every fiber of my being that our stories and our experiences matter. When we feel called to share those things, like I believe it is absolutely crucial to do so. Um, because somebody else out there needs to hear what we have to say, right? When we share our stories, when we share our experiences, um, we are helping to empower and inspire and educate and, you know, whatever whatever else, right? Um, when we do that, we are helping to make the world a better place with our stories. We give someone something that they desperately need to hear, and that is really, really cool, and that is exactly why I refuse to feel guilty about ignoring my fiction right now. I am honoring where my interests and my passions are and that feels really, really good. So trust your gut, trust your gut. And last but not least, um, we've got the business update. So there are so many cool things happening in my business right now um, and I have got three things to share with you. So number one, Haley's book, her second book is in the final stages of production, which is so freaking cool. I, you are not even ready for this book. (laughs) If you read Haley's first book, which so many people are ranting and raving about still, um, you are not even ready for the second book. It is so good. It is next level good. I am so excited. Um, But yeah, I am finally uh, finalizing the formatting on that and it's going to be available for pre-order soon. And we're going to use a different distribution uh, site this time, which is awesome. And I'm really looking forward to that as well. And the second... Uh, business writing update here. Um, I shouldn't say writing update. Well, it's kind of writing update, but publishing update <laughs> is that PWH Publishing, which is my uh, publishing company. We now have two fiction writers. So we've got Haley and we've got Amy, which I am so freaking excited for. So, in addition to Haley's book, I've just finished um, giving developmental edits to, which which are the first round edits to. Amy. She's another fiction writer. She's so incredible and so is her story. This book is so special to her, which means that it's special to me. Um, And the book she's written is in the Southern Gothic style, so it's a little bit different um, than the fiction books that Haley writes, but it's so stinking cool. I'm so excited. It has got... Amy's book has got the most captivating frame story that just pulls you in and you just have to keep reading till the end. You're just like, oh my God, what's next, what's next, what's next, right? And I am obsessed with it and I can't wait to tell you more about it. And then finally, the third publishing update for you is that – PWH Publishing is also moving into the editing stages here of a collaborative book manuscript. Um, It's about holistic wellness and, and healing. So with Haley's book, we're in final stages of production, so it's almost about to be published. Amy's book has just wrapped up with those first edits. And now I've got another manuscript on my plate, which is the Holistic Wellness and Healing. And it's a collaborative book, right? And so this this book has four authors who have all come together to share their expertise and their passion and their experience with wellness and healing and just the most beautiful raw authentic way and it's going to be the first collaborative book that pwh publishing is going to publish which is so cool i'm so excited and honestly i hope this is the first of many collaborative books that we put out as well so yeah basically (laughs) we've been busy um and we're just going to have so many cool books coming out here this next year so please 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 stay tuned And that about does it, my friend. That is my life writing and business update. (laughs) Um, If you have any questions or any comments about anything that I've shared or if you want to give me your own update, you know, your own life update, or if you want me to do more of these kinds of episodes, please, please, please slide into my DMs and let me know what's up. I would love to hear from you. Thank you so much for being here, my friend. I hope you have a fantastic rest of your day, and we will chat again soon. Thank you so much for listening in. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love it if you could either share it on social media and tag me so that I can personally thank you for listening in. Or you could leave a review of the podcast to increase searchability of the power within her so that more women can listen in and grow with us. Either way, I am so grateful that you're here with me spreading the important message about critical thinking and self-empowerment.